0: This podcast is for information purposes only. Nothing should be taken as professional or medical advice or opinion. Please consult your mental health or primary care provider for professional advice. All names and details have been changed to protect the submitter's identity. If you are experiencing an emergency, please dial 911 immediately. Hey, this is Rebecca Pitney and welcome to the How Can I Help You podcast. This is episode 3, The Bus. Welcome back. It is a really nice day here today. It's the spring and it's a rainy morning but we are still in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic crisis. So my daughter and I, Mary Ellen, she is a broadcaster and a producer have decided to try out this experiment of doing a a podcast. Now, it might sound like I'm recording in my bedroom, because I am literally recording in my bedroom. So bear with me here. And I'm so grateful for any and all of you who have actually listened to this podcast up to now. Like I said, this is the third episode I've recorded. The first one, I answered a question from somebody who had just moved, The second one, I talked about crisis, and if you listen to that, you pretty much know all about what a crisis is and what I mean when I say crisis in the context of this podcast. You actually probably know enough to uh, answer some questions on a clinical exam. (laughs) So I know that was pretty dense and heavy and a lot of information, but that's what I know. I have 15 years of experience working with families and individuals in crisis. My expertise is certainly not doing podcasts, but I do know how to work with somebody who is facing a difficult time, has a question that they need to answer for themselves, has a decision to make, has received some bad news out of the blue. Right now, I work for a large government agency families and individuals who are experiencing homelessness or financial crisis or uh, domestic violence, basically anything that would be an emergency situation, they come to our agency. And so I do this all day long, eight hours a day. I, I work with people and I've learned a lot. So this podcast is is just a way of of maybe helping somebody else with what I've learned over the years and I don't have any big ideas or expectations but if it can help one person you know then I'm happy so here's how I answer questions in this podcast first of all I meet people where they are I meet them with respect with compassion and support and then We try to figure out what are the resources, what are the strengths, what are the things the family or the person can draw on. And crisis intervention and crisis counseling is always short term. So we're not looking at long term psychotherapy here. We're looking at solution focused counseling, ways to help the person get through the crisis, Or avert the crisis or resolve the crisis, or if there's just no way, because some crises are unavoidable and they're just part of life, how to live with the results of the crisis and live a new normal. And I know that's really a big buzzword right now. Everyone's talking about the new normal with the COVID 19 pandemic that we're experiencing and how we all have to change our behavior and how. Businesses may never open again, and this may just be the beginning of viruses that we don't know about that might come back. So I think everyone knows what I mean when I say a new normal. But that sometimes is part of crisis intervention. There's a little bit of a difference between crisis intervention and crisis management. Crisis intervention is is usually what we use in the human behavior or human services field when we talk about helping somebody through a difficult time. Crisis management is a field in business where somebody will come into a business who has experienced a major problem, like a major lawsuit or a problem in the production line, and try to help the organization get through and manage that crisis. But the fundamentals are basically the same. Of course, How a crisis manager in a business setting goes about their job is very different than how I would with a person or an individual, but it's to try to mitigate the effects, right? And get through. And if you have to, you get used to a new normal and you try to figure out how to not go through that crisis again. Okay. So my thinking about this podcast is that I would really like to answer questions that are relevant to people. So I was hoping that people would send in some questions, and I have gotten some, but I don't want to give quick answers. I want to go in depth. There's there's always so many different ways to look at something, and everybody's different. And what's going to work for one person in one situation is not going to work for the other person in another situation. So there's no one answer for everybody, and I can never really guarantee that. I will know the answer. I might have some ideas or some things to think about or um, suggestions for what has helped in the past that I've seen help other people. But, you know, you're the expert on you. And you know what's going to work in your situation and what's not. And you know what you've tried before and what you haven't. And you know what you can do and you can't do. So when I give answers, I'm just sort of throwing stuff out there That I think would be beneficial to think about. They're also um, aligned with best practices in the field. And I also use resources and recommendations, but I only use them if I've used them before and they've been helpful to people that I've worked with. And you can see those on my website, which is howcanihelpyoupodcast.weebly.com. So check out the website if you're interested. Okay, let's get to today's question. We had a question from a mom, her name is Sarah, and basically her question is about how do you help your kid when your kid is being bullied? She says, what can a parent teach a kid to do when they're bullied on the bus? We have talked with the bus people, the school, and I've even spoken to the other student bullying my kid. It's an older student. But now I'm thinking my kid needs extra tools to deal with an hour-long bus ride with this jerk. Okay, wow. We can all relate to this. Everybody's been bullied at one time or another because, unfortunately, bullies are part of our society. My family was military, and my husband was active duty. He still is. And we moved a lot. We moved every three to four years. Sometimes it was hard to move, but actually sometimes it was kind of nice because we were getting away from some bad relationships. And let me tell you, everywhere you go, there's going to be good ones, and there's going to be bad ones. So the first thing we need to ask is, how severe is the bullying? Now, if your child is a victim of physical abuse, sexual harassment, or severe unrelenting emotional abuse, daily humiliation, something like that, I would take immediate action to protect your child. We all know that chronic, unpredictable stress can lead to chemical changes in a child's brain. This can lead to a trauma response which actually would be a good topic for a future podcast. So I would really uh, intervene here if this is the case. And the rule of thumb here is always act in the best interest of the child. And the other one is your intervention should be equal to the severity of the abuse. Okay? So if it's severe, gosh, you know, is there another way you can get your kid to school? Can you switch schools? Can you homeschool? Can you talk to the principal? Can you threaten legal action? Yeah, I'd even go that far because you do want to protect your child. If you feel like the bullying isn't that severe and is at a level that can be managed, um, here are some thoughts. Now, I'm assuming that the older child is not in your child's class and that when your child gets to school, they're okay. Um, And of course, when they get home, they're okay. So the problem is just the bus. So how do you get through the bus ride? First of all, validate your child's feelings. This is really important. Um, Your child needs to know that you're on their side, that you agree with them that it's not okay, and that you're gonna help them. This is probably one of the most important things for a kid is to know, even if the rest of their life sucks, that they have somebody that is on their side and somebody that's in their corner, someone that they can turn to. And that definitely should be you. So validate their feelings. The next thing to do is to discuss with your child why people act mean. And your child may have some insight here as to why this particular child is acting mean. Maybe they're frustrated. Maybe they're trying to fit in. Maybe their parents model mean behavior at home. I don't know. And you may never know why they're acting mean. But this discussion is helpful because it gives your child insight into the other person and what might be going on with them and that they might have problems too. You can share times with your child when somebody bullied you, how that made you feel. This will normalize your child's feelings and it will help them understand that one day they'll be grown up and this particular problem will be over just like it is for you. So, you know, you can get books and Read them together with your child from the library. That's a good idea, depending on your kid's age. Now, remind your child that once they arrive at school, they're going to be okay. So have them focus on the good things that are going to happen in the day ahead before they get on the bus. You know, talk about art class or friends or, I don't know, anything that is enjoyable for your child at school. Also, make sure that they have something to do on the bus so that when they get on, they don't engage the bully, but they get on the bus and they are occupied with something to read or a game to play or, you know, something to keep their attention. You state that you already spoke to the school and the bus people. Have you requested that your child sit directly behind the bus driver? This might be a good idea. You can arrange your child. To sit there every day and coach them to just go straight to their seat and get out their activity. If your child has a friend on the bus, see if the friend can sit with them behind the bus driver. Talk to the friend's parents. See if they'll agree to this. If your child doesn't have a friend on the bus, this might be a good opportunity to discuss with your child that to make a friend, you need to be a friend. And encourage them to reach out to somebody who's alone. There might be other kids that the bully is picking on can you all sit together, you know, and support each other? That might be a good idea. You mentioned that you talked to the bully. Did you talk to the bully's parents? This might be helpful. I've seen it be helpful about half the time that people try it, but it might be worth it. You'll have to decide. You'll have to look over and and see if it's something you think you can do. Make sure you only talk to the parents if you can talk with gentleness and respect. And I'm not going to go into all the Different things about confronting somebody here. Actually that would be a really good topic for a future episode but you know just just think about that if it would help to talk to the parents. The next recommendation I have is to carefully explore with your child what they think makes the bullying worse or better. What do they think started it? Was there an incident? Does there need to be a conversation where you clear up some misunderstanding or something? And do this carefully because you don't want to give your child the message that it's their fault. But, you know, if there's something your child can do to help the situation, that that would be something that you would need to figure out. Some bullies really like to get an emotional reaction. Is your child giving them this? Okay, talk to them about it. Talk to them about how, you know, getting very upset, crying, whining. um, This is the kind of emotional reaction some bullies really like to get. So maybe your child can just ignore the bully. Maybe that will help. Some bullies will stop if a child stands up to them. So, you know, you can coach your child to square their shoulders, look the bully in the eye, and say something like, leave me alone, really loud. This will sort of hopefully make the bully back away and also notify the bus driver, alert them when this is occurring. And uh, you can coach your child at home, teach them how to do this. Tell them to, you know, stand their ground, don't flinch, don't cry, don't escalate, don't scream. But if the bully comes at them when they do this, to go get an adult immediately. Some people do say that putting their child in karate or another form of martial arts is helpful. It helps them create strength and confidence. You can try this if your child's interested. And make sure that if there's something in your control as a parent, that you do whatever you can to help your child not be embarrassed. Like, you might think it's really great to have your kid wear hand-me-downs, and it is a really good way to save money, I agree, but, you know, if they always get fun of because of something that they wear, their haircut, their lunchbox, I don't know, whatever, um, take a look at that, see if you can change it. If the bullying is occurring between two children that know each other really well, or they have some other connection, uh, like their parents are friends or something like that, it might be worth a try to reach out to the other child in friendship and try to reconcile. I've seen this work. Your child can maybe talk to the other child and say, you know, I know we haven't gotten along very well, but do you think we could just be friends? And um, just remember, you got to tell your child the other kid might say no. And if they do, that's okay. They did the right thing. And you're proud of them, right? Okay, now here's something to really watch out for. I would make sure that you're not focusing too much on this situation with the bully on the bus. I've seen some parents and children fall into a really unhealthy pattern of always discussing another child and plotting their revenge. And it becomes a us versus them mentality against this other child or this other family. Sometimes a child can actually start to exaggerate or confabulate events to have this time and attention with their parent because, you know, it's a really strong positive reinforcement to have the undivided attention of a parent. So make sure that you're not quizzing your child when they come home every day. Um, Make sure you're not trying to get more gory details out of your child. Let them bring it up when they need to, and then you sit quietly and you listen. So don't engage in these regular sessions where you and your child plot against the other child. You can even ask your child, "How do you think you can solve this problem?" And also, you know, this happens to everybody. That that's a better attitude. Finish each conversation with a positive. This will give your child hope. For instance, you could maybe say, "Well, Uh, Now you know how it feels to be bullied, and you would never do that to anybody, right? Um, Or that you're proud of your child for for doing the right thing, even when somebody else is not. This will give your child hope and kind of end the whole conversation on a positive note. You don't want to leave them sort of really down and and sad. Try to use this situation to help your child develop strength and problem-solving skills and empathy. All right, now, I have to warn you, this may all not work. And if this all fails, or the situation is getting worse and worse, you need to warn your child and explain to them that occasionally in life, they will encounter a person that just enjoys being mean. It is a true fact that there are people in this world that enjoy hurting others. And when they're grown up, we say that they have antisocial personality disorder. So, if, if absolutely nothing works, advise your child to keep as far away from the other child as possible. Always be around an adult when the other person is around. And tell them that if they ever have this feeling about somebody else again in their lives, they should remember this bully on the bus and get away from that person. Okay? It is absolutely reasonable and healthy to stay away from people who are just mean. Okay? In fact this experience that your child is having may be helpful to them later on and it may help them avoid an abusive relationship as an adult. So you might have to talk to them about that. Okay, well that was a lot and I don't know if any of this was helpful but I hope it was please write me back and let me know if there are any helpful suggestions here. Let me know how your child's doing and what happened with the bully. I'd really like to know if anybody else has any questions or um, if you're going through a crisis or if there's a topic you'd like to discuss, please email me. You can reach me at how can I help you podcast at gmail.com or you can submit a question on my website podcast.weebly.com. Also check out the website for more information about me and the podcast and uh, any resources that I mention. So until next time, I hope you all stay safe and I hope you have a great day.